Hey, I hear you have a birthday coming up. Yeah, you. If you're listening to this, that means you have a birthday coming up eventually. And here at Life Kit, we want it to be a special one. Magic can happen and good luck can happen and serendipity can happen if we're open to it. How to have a good birthday, even if you're not a birthday person. That's on the Life Kit podcast from NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. What was to have been a joyous celebration of the Kansas City Chiefs' victory in the Super Bowl turned tragic today when gunfire erupted outside a Kansas City, Missouri railway station. Police say the shooting near a victory parade left one person dead, as many as 10 to 15 others wounded. Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas was among those in the crowd. I'm heartbroken. First of all, I'm praying for the victims and the families impacted. I start with them. Um, I'm incredibly upset, disappointed. I was there with my wife. I was there with my mother. Uh, We never would have thought that we, along with Chiefs players, along with fans, hundreds of thousands of people, would be forced to run for our safety today. Kansas City police say two people have been detained in connection with the shooting. Witnesses described hearing what they thought were fireworks before people began running. Former Congressman Tom Suozzi of New York is headed back to Washington. The Democrat won a special election to replace ousted Republican George Santos in a race that featured several issues, including abortion rights and immigration. Beyond that, Democrats outspent the GOP candidate, Mozzie Pillup, and hammered her on personal financial issues. More from NPR's Domenico Montanaro. Republicans have been looking for any message to resonate in the suburbs. Education, crime, immigration. Nothing is quite stuck. That's not to say immigration isn't a salient issue for Republicans. It's been a hot-button one in New York, and polls show people trust Republicans more on immigration. But Swazi's win will give Democrats confidence that they can parry the immigration attacks. He was able to tack toward the middle and do what Democrats have done in swing district after swing district in the age of Trump, run as a moderate adult in the room willing to compromise. Domenico Montanaro, NPR News, New York. France is the third country in recent days to sanction Israeli settlers for violence against Palestinians following in the steps of the U.S. and the U.K. NPR's owner Beardsley reports France slapped travel bans against 28 individuals convicted of violence against Palestinians. Some question whether financial sanctions or travel bans against a few individuals can really make much of an impact. Nadav Weiman says the measures have woken Israelis up. It's groundbreaking. Weiman is head of Breaking the Silence, a group of former Israeli soldiers trying to call attention to their army's occupation of the West Bank and settler violence. He says it's been difficult. Then Biden signed the first sanctions. In Israel are talking about settler violence. It became a subject because now Israelis understand that we are not in living in a bubble. They understand now that we have to do something. There is a price for that. France is urging the European Union to take similar measures against violent settlers. Eleanor Beardsley, NPR News, Tel Aviv. Stocks regained some of their lost ground today following yesterday's big sell-off. The Dow was up 151 points, 38,424. The Nasdaq rose 203 points. The S&P 500 rose 47 points to close back above 5,000. This is NPR. A Georgia judge will hold a hearing tomorrow on a motion to bar Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis from continuing to pursue the election interference case against former President Donald Trump. A defense attorney argued in a court filing last month a romantic relationship between Willis and special prosecutor Nathan Wade should disqualify both from the case against Trump. Willis has acknowledged the relationship but says it should have no bearing on serious criminal charges brought against Trump and others. 
Today marks six years since the 17 people were killed in a mass shooting at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Now gun control advocates are using AI to continue advocating for more action on gun violence. NPR's Elena Morris this report. March for Our Lives and Change the Ref are two groups that were born out of Parkland. Today, they launched the Shotline, a website that features six AI-generated messages resembling different voices of individuals killed by guns over the past decade. Users can send these messages directly to congressional offices to demand action. This is a tool that, if it's in the good hands, you can do great things. I think our hands are good. That's changed the Ref co-founder Manny Oliver, who lost his son Joaquin in Parkland. According to the Shotline, thousands of calls have already been submitted. Elena Moore, NPR News. Crude futures prices moved in the opposite direction of stocks today. Oil was down a dollar and twenty-three cents a barrel to end the session at seventy-six sixty-four a barrel on the U.S. Mercantile Exchange. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sattva. Sattva luxury mattresses are every bit as elegant as the most expensive brands, but because they're sold online, they're about half the price. Visit slash NPR and save an additional $200.